Today is the 25th day of August. I am Denise, and welcome to Psalms Cast. Okay, we are crossing over the midpoint of this week, and it is refreshing to come here with you into the presence of the Lord to receive much needed nourishment and water, living water, for this life's journey for today. The chapters before us today are Psalm 25, Psalm 55, Psalm 85, Psalm 115, and Psalm 145. We're reading from the Tree of Life version of the Bible. Tacked on at the very end of the podcast, for those who desire a little bit more, they want to go a little bit deeper in God's Word. Today, we are looking at chapter 13 of the the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke. But first, let's take that moment as we do every day to pause, to ask the Lord to be the focus and to be our guide. Father, we thank you. We are coming here humbly before you, seeking you. We desire to draw near to you, to learn from you, to receive your blessings and your mercies. And Lord, we need wisdom. And right now, life is really challenging for so many of us. And sometimes it just doesn't make sense when we hold it up against your word. It's hard to know, but we are trusting you. And so we come with open hearts and open minds to you. We ask that you would transform our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit through your living words. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. So as we head into today's chapters of the Psalms, remember that the version of the Bible that we're using uses the names of God in the Hebrew in some instances. And so the word that we will encounter most is Adonai, which means Lord or Master. Psalm 25, teach me your paths of David. To you, Adonai, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust, so I will not be ashamed, and my enemies will not gloat over me. Surely no one who waits for you will be ashamed, but the treacherous without cause will be ashamed. Show me your ways, Adonai. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Remember, Adonai, your compassions and your mercies, for they are from eternity. Remember not the sins of my youth nor my rebellion. According to your mercy, remember me, for the sake of your goodness, Adonai. Good and upright is Adonai. Therefore he directs sinners in the way. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All Adonai's ways are loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, Adonai, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is this man who fears Adonai? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. His soul abides in goodness, and his offspring will inherit the land. The secret of Adonai is for those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are always looking to Adonai, for he will pull my feet out of the net. 
turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart increase. Bring me out of my distress. See my affliction and my suffering and take away all my sins. See my enemies, how many they are. They hate me with violent hatred. Guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, from all their troubles. Psalm 55 Betrayal by a Friend A Contemplative Song of David Give ear, O God, to my prayer, and do not ignore my plea for help. Listen to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint and moan because of the voice of the enemy, because of the pressure of the wicked. For they thrust trouble on me and in anger bear a grudge against me. My heart shudders within me and the terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and find rest. Surely I would flee far away. I would stay in the wilderness. I would hurry to my shelter from the rushing wind of the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on her walls. Iniquity and mischief are within her. Ruins are in her midst. Oppression and deceit never leave her square. For if it were an enemy taunting me, I could endure it. If my foe was exalting himself over me, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like me, my companion and my close friend. Together we enjoyed great fellowship. We used to walk with the throng in the house of God. Let desolation come upon them. Let them go down alive into Sheol, for evil is in their dwelling among them. As for me, I will call on God, and Adonai will save me. Evening, morning, and noon, I complain and moan. Then he hears my voice. He will redeem my soul in Sheol from the battle against me. For many are striving with me. God will hear and humble them. Yes, the one enthroned of old. Nothing changes. They do not fear God. My companion puts forth his hands against those at peace with him as he violates his covenant. Smoother than butter was his speech, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on Adonai, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty, deceitful men will not live out half their days. But I, I will trust in you. In Psalm 85, we're going to encounter three Hebrew words. Adonai, which means Lord or Master. And then we have Shalom which means peace. And the last one is Kedoshim, and this means holy ones. Psalm 85, restore your people from captivity. Adonai, 
Will you favor your land? Will you restore Jacob from captivity? Will you bear away your people's iniquity? Will you pardon all their sins? Will you withdraw all your wrath? Will you turn from your burning anger? Restore us, O God of our salvation, and renounce your indignation with us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger from generation to generation? Will you not revive us again so your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Adonai, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God, Adonai, will say. For he will speak shalom to his people and to his Kedoshim, but let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, so that glory may dwell in our land. Loving kindness and truth meet together. Righteousness and shalom kiss each other. Truth will spring up from the earth, and justice will look down from heaven. Yes, Adonai will give what is good, and our land will yield its produce. Righteousness is going before him and prepares a way for his feet. Psalm 115 Bless the Maker of heaven and earth. Not to us, Adonai, not to us, but to your name be the glory, because of your love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, Where is their God now? Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever pleases Him. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk nor utter a sound from their throat. Those making them will become like them, everyone trusting in them. O Israel, trust in Adonai. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in Adonai. He is their help and their shield. O you who fear Adonai, trust in Adonai. He is their help and their shield. Adonai has been mindful of us. He will bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear Adonai, the small together with the great. May Adonai increase you more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by Adonai, maker of heaven and earth. The heavens are the heavens of Adonai but the earth he gave to the children of men. The dead do not praise Adonai, nor do any who go down into silence. But we, we will bless Adonai, both now and forever. Hallelujah. And our last psalm for today is Psalm 145, Glory of the Kingdom, a psalm of praise of David. I will exalt you. My God, the King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Great is Adonai, and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation will praise your works to another and declare your mighty acts. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and your wonders. 
They will speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will proclaim your greatness. They will pour out the renown of your great goodness and sing joyfully of your righteousness. Adonai is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in loving kindness. Adonai is good to all. He has compassion on all his creatures. All your works praise you, Adonai, and your Kedoshim bless you. They declare the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures from generation to generation. Adonai upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food on time. You open your hand and satisfy every living thing with favor. Adonai is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his deeds. Adonai is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. He will hear their cry and save them. Adonai watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth declares the praise of Adonai. Let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Today is a mixed up wonky day. And yes, that does happen sometimes when the healing journey encounters obstacles. We were racking our brains to figure out exactly what it was that triggered the crazy headaches, the nausea, and the unrelenting dizziness. It would be helpful to know exactly what the trigger was so I can avoid that one because the last 36 hours have been very unpleasant and my brain is struggling to keep things straight. I've been stumbling over words that I know and I have read frequently every month in fact for the last 29 months. Okay, I managed to get the chapters out of order for the Going Deeper segment, recording the wrong chapter for today. Oh, bother. <laughs> At least I realized it before publishing it to the world. Otherwise, somebody might go, wait a second, where was chapter such and such? And early this morning, we received a sobering update of one of the families that we have been praying for. Reading that update reminded me that my momentary struggles and troubles are actually very minor when compared to other people's hard places. The truth is we are all struggling to one degree or another. Holding up the current world news and what is expected of us to what the Bible instructs of us and how we're supposed to live, it's a struggle. And every day I remind myself to trust Adonai instead of humans who are here today and they're gone tomorrow. Our Lord holds us in the palm of His hand, and as long as we are content to stay there, trusting Him, and not get filled with self-pride and decide to just do it on our own, He is good. He is faithful. And yes, the battle is real. Father, we thank You. We thank You for Your living Word. You are indeed the one who blesses us in this current generation, in all that we have, 
in the access to your word, if we desire to know what you truly have said instead of trusting other humans who say they speak for you, Lord, it is a privilege to come into your presence every day to allow your living words to wash over us. We know that we are not worthy and that we often wander off on the track and we allow the cares of our lives to overwhelm us. We invite you into where we are today. We know that we are not as you would have us to be and truthfully, We will never be there if you do not help us by allowing your Holy Spirit to make these words come alive in our minds and in our hearts, become a reality in our life. We thank you for watching over us, and we trust you to be with us moment by moment today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, for those who are looking to dive deeper into God's Word, hang in here for just a couple of minutes, and then at the very end of the podcast, we'll focus on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13. The prayer updates for today. So way back in July, we began to pray for a family in Ohio who had returned from a church camp with COVID. The mom, Priscilla, passed into eternity on August 9th. Their daughter, Tabitha, passed into eternity 10 days later on the 19th. The dad, Daryl, he's still hospitalized and he's on a ventilator. The son, Evan, has been released from the hospital and is recovering well. I would encourage you to continue to pray for Daryl's healing journey, as well as the family as they grieve and come to terms with the loss of their mother and their sister. Now, if you desire to connect with us at PsalmsCast to share thoughts, to ask questions, to request prayer, or to request a Bible, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or text, that number in the United States is 470-240-1509. For those outside the United States, we recommend using WhatsApp. That number is 1-470-240-1509. If you desire to connect using social media, you can do that because Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Luke chapter 13. So we are going to continue our journey into the next chapter of the Gospel of Luke. This are testimonies of our Messiah, of our Jesus, the one who died for us. And these are the testimonies of those who were around him that Luke compiled together so that we could get a good picture of who the Lord is. And yes, because we are using the Tree of Life Bible, we will encounter some Hebrew words in place of English translations that don't quite always make the difference. And because these are Hebrew words, they might sound different to your ear, and you might wonder, did I make a mistake? So, I'll give you an example. So, Jesus, the Messiah's name, was in Hebrew, Yeshua. And it really is just the Hebrew name for Jesus, 
because it means Yahweh the Lord is salvation. The next word that we're going to encounter today is sabbat. Sabbat is a Hebrew verb that means to cease or to rest. It is the seventh day of the Jewish week. This is the day that is set aside for rest and abstention from work as commanded by God. Sabbat involves two interrelated commandments, to remember and to observe. Yon Sabbat means the day of rest. Sabbat is the name of the day of rest in Judaism, and it happens on the seventh day, which is a Saturday for them each week. And the English word Sabbath comes from the word Sabbat. The third word that we will encounter is hametz, which is leaven or yeast, and it is a food forbidden for use by Jews during the festival of Passover, such as baked foods like cakes or bread made with leaven or any leavening agent. Okay, so you have the four Hebrew words that we're going to encounter, and now let's continue our journey. And as we are reading, Allow God's words to wash over you, to wash through you. Trusting the Holy Spirit will do what He does, which is to plant it deep into our mind, into our subconscious, and into our heart. Remember, the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Luke chapter 13. Now there were some present at the same time who told Yeshua about the Galilee and whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. He answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans are worse sinners than the rest of the Galileans because they have suffered these things? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you all will perish the same way. Or those eighteen upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and were killed, do you suppose that they were worse sinners than all the people living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you all will perish the same way. Then Yeshua began telling this parable. A man had a fig tree. He had planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, Indeed, for three years, I've come searching for fruit on this fig tree and found none. Remove it. Why does it use up the ground? But answering, the gardener said to him, Master, leave it alone for this year also, until I dig around it and apply fertilizer. And if it bears fruit, good. But if not, cut it down. Teaching by example at the synagogue. Now Yeshua was teaching in one of the synagogues on Sabbat. And behold, there was a woman with a disabling spirit for 18 years, bent over and completely unable to stand up straight. When Yeshua saw her, he called out to her and said, Woman, you are set free from your disability. Then he laid hands on her and instantly she stood up straight and began praising God. But the synagogue leader, indignant that Yeshua had healed on Sabbat, started telling the crowd, There are six days in which work should be done, so come to be healed on those days and not on Yom Sabbat. But the Lord answered him and said, Hypocrites, 
On Sabbat, don't each of you untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to give it drink? So this one, a daughter of Abraham, incapacitated by Satan for 18 years, shouldn't she be set free from this imprisonment on Yom Sabbat? When Yeshua said these things, all his opponents were put to shame, but the whole crowd was rejoicing at all the glorious things done by him, teaching throughout the towns and villages. So Yeshua was saying, What is the kingdom of God like? To what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and dropped into his own garden, It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. Again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like hamats, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. And he continued on his journey through the towns and villages, teaching and making his way to Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Master, Are only a few being saved? Then Jesus said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. Once the master of the household gets up and shuts the door, and you're standing outside and begin knocking on the door, saying, Master, open up for us, then he will say to you, I don't know where you came from. Then you will start to say, We ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I don't know where you come from. Get away from me, all of you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourself thrown out. And they will come from the east and west and from the north and south, and they will recline at table in the kingdom of God. And indeed, some are last who shall be first, and some are first who shall be last. A warning to move on. In that hour, some Pharisees came up and said to Yeshua, Get out and leave from here, because Herod wants to kill you. But Yeshua said to them, Go and tell that fox, Indeed, I am driving out demons and performing healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. But I must keep going today and tomorrow because it can't be that a prophet would perish outside Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem who kills the prophets and stones those sent to her, how often I long to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you are not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will never see me until you say, Baruch Abba, Meshem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yes, yes, we know that Jesus is our Messiah, and he is blessed who comes in the name of the Lord. And yes, I totally missed writing that down at the beginning as one of the phrases that is in Hebrew. There is a wonderful song that Paul Wilbur has written about this phrase, about this portion of the book of Luke. 
and I will place that over on social media for those who would care to give it a listen. You know, here in this chapter, we see Jesus yet coming up against these people that were the leaders, the religious leaders of the day, who just were saying, you know, you're wrong for helping people on the Sabbath. And, you know, he's got a point that those people, they had donkeys, they had oxen, and you can't tell an ox or a donkey, hey, you can't have any water, you can't have any feed today, and just totally ignore them. That doesn't work well. Those animals needed to be cared for. And Jesus was trying to point out to them, here's somebody who has been suffering for 18 years. I'm here and I can help this person. Why would I not help this person? And we see that they're warning him about Herod. And, you know, he's not worried about Herod. He's not worried about the religious leaders or about any of those who are coming against him because he knows who he is. And I think that is so important. Do we know who we are in Christ? Do we understand the magnitude of what Jesus does for our life? And it's all Him. It is not, if if you get anything out of Psalms cast, it's not because of anything I do. It's because the Holy Spirit is working in your life because of Jesus, because of the Lord our God. He is magnificent, and I cannot take any of the credit. It's just a gift. It's a gift I give to the Lord every day for Him to use in any way that He believes is appropriate, and I hope that it has blessed you today.